the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome. Picture Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason on this Tuesday. How about them nuggets? Holy. They just spanked the crap out of the Lakers. Made me feel better about them whooping the Suns. At least the Suns won a couple of games. Uh, a sweep. I, I, I guarantee you uh, the TV is, they're not happy. They, they were hoping for Lakers-Celtics. Uh, and it looks like Miami, uh, they win. They're going to sweep the Celtics, uh, the, uh, the, the Nuggets sweeping the Lakers. It was so bad that, you know, maybe the, the bright spot of this, because once the Suns lost, I was hoping for Denver, because, you know, who likes the Lakers and nobody likes the Celtics. And, uh, LeBron saying maybe it's time to retire. So maybe even more good news, uh, coming out, uh, of Denver, uh, it's pretty so, impressive. I, I would are they fired up there? Is the town fired up? I mean, right. This yeah, is the know, first uh, time that they're this is their first trip to the championships. First time beating the Lakers. First time sweeping an opponent out of a playoff series. They, uh, uh, you know, LeBron James saying he's retiring is that's just typical LeBron I wanting say to it. He suck said, well, attention. Maybe. You know, you know. <laughs> right, right. The only reason to say it is to suck attention out of the Nugget celebration. I mean, let's face it. He, you know, he's he uh, he likes to garner a lot of attention, LeBron. But but that aside, I, I should have did it on the air. But I do have witnesses. I actually told a few people at the beginning of the series that I said the Nuggets were going to sweep the Lakers. <laughs> I should have said it on the radio, Josh. Should have said it on the radio. Boy, you, I, I you know what? That doesn't count. You didn't say it to me. So, but I have uh, witnesses. Not... I'll get all. I, I have witnesses. You know, <laughs> I, strong, one of the witnesses was a Lakers fan. I was like, you know, I think the Nuggets are going to sweep the Lakers out. And they're like, that's. that's I, I would ridiculous. not have bet that because uh, the Lakers were playing well, uh, and, and I thought uh, Anthony Davis. But you know, he's he's a, you know legit big guy. Maybe he could have something for Nikola Jokic. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, so. Uh, the Nuggets are in the finals, and I'm sure that uh, all of Colorado is excited about that. I know uh, we get crazy when the Suns do. Like, it's weird here in Arizona. The Suns, they were the first pro team here. Uh, they're still probably the most popular. You know, uh, the Diamondbacks, eh, you know, okay, man. You know, when we had Randy Johnson, maybe some people watch. The Coyotes, the Coyotes, it's so bad. They were going to clean up a landfill. And the city of Tempe still said, nah, we don't want you here. So uh, they're probably headed out of town. Uh, the Cardinals, let's say, you know, uh, yeah, we're, uh, we're well, let, let's just say that there's a chance next year we're going to get the first pick and the second pick. That's how bad we could be. So uh, I guess I'll uh, temporarily I, become a Nuggets I rooted fan. for the Cardinals. I rooted for the Cardinals for a couple <laughs> of years. I, I, I was a Kurt Warner fan, so I uh, well, you know, right, right with the you know, I have I have written evidence when you know with the Cardinals when they went to the Super Bowl with Kurt Warner they were uh, they were uh, barely making. It. I mean they were they were in a bad division, but you didn't know. But at Thanksgiving uh, we have this this Thanksgiving book that our family does, and we have everyone write what they're thankful for. 
And right there at Thanksgiving, when nobody thought anything about the Cardinals, like Kurt Warner, has, is, since he's the starter, he's going to take this team to the Super Bowl and this and that. I, was, I made all these predictions. I have it in writing. Uh, Steelers shouldn't have won that Super Bowl. I, uh, oh, that, that, that one was, hurts. Was that one hurts. Uh, that was referee the, interference. The, I can, I can, I can do that on a show the, one day. It was terrible. The ninety-some yard pick six to end the half. Uh, and that then, he didn't score a touchdown on, actually. His helmet yeah. hit the uh, his helmet hit the end line. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then that then game that was rigged, but that's okay. Late, you know. Uh, why are you doing this to me? So anyway, uh, congratulations to, to the Nuggets, and uh, that concludes our sports for today. Uh, AllAmericanGold.com is the website. Yes, AllAmericanGold.com, 800-951-0592. They had a a debt ceiling minute uh, meeting last night, and and the Republicans, uh, McCarthy and Biden, and it was very professional. And and I'll, I'll just say this: Listen, here's what's happening right now. For whatever reason, uh, they want to rally the dollar because this is Wall Street's trying to let Congress know, hey, we're going to be excited for you to pass this debt ceiling. It's garbage. The whole thing's garbage. This is uh, buy the rumor, sell the news. Buy, make sure, do yourself a favor, buy gold and silver before they raise the debt ceiling because as soon as that happens, it's going back to the trend. Uh, so get in, hit these dips. Again, uh, we got a, a, some more great specials today again. Uh, premiums have gotten a little bit lower, so these are also good things to take advantage of. We had a bunch of retailers report all the same. Uh, matter of fact, I had to write it down here. Uh, Lowe's, just like Home Depot. Yep, same store sales falling. Uh, people aren't spending. Uh, blah 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 blah. AutoZone. Now this one kind of surprised me. You know, with inflation and people now, they're saying the average person's car is twelve and a half years old. So you would think that AutoZone uh, would really be performing. Nope, same store sales falling. Dicks. They're, they beat expectations, but once again, same source sales falling. And then Disney, round three of Disney layoffs started today. Another 2,500 uh, employees uh, going to be let go at Disney. But, Jason, the retailers are, are painting a very clear picture that, hey, Sales are slowing. They continue to slow. All of them really almost identical, which is all year long they've been getting slower. Uh, January, February was slower. Then March was slower than February. April was slower than March. Right? May, so far, right? May, nobody's seen any improvement there as well. Uh, so look for more bankruptcies. And then, oh, i got to remember. Jamie Diamond, let us know how many more banks could be under pressure. We got all that and a whole lot more when we get back. 800-951-0592, Joe and Jason, Patriot Radio News Hour on this Tuesday. Uh, the Dow is down, not a lot, uh, pretty close to flat, down down three. Uh, the S&P's down 11, the NASDAQ's down 43, uh, gold's down 6, uh, silver's down 25 cents. Uh, this market recap brought to you by our buddies over at Y-Refi as 
the 10-year note continues to rise. I mean, we're nowhere where we should be, but right now the 10-year note, 375. Uh, that's the highest we've seen in a while. Mortgage rates now back above 7%. Uh, but guess what? Why refi doesn't care? They're not correlated to the stock market. They don't care about uh, interest rates, inflation. Is it going higher? Is it going lower? What's going to happen? Heck, they don't even care about Dick's or Lowe's or Home Depot or any of that. Check them out. Great rates of return. If you if you want to go five years, 10.25, maybe you just want to take a one-year timeout. I get that. I feel that. Hey, you know what? Man, this next year kind of looks rough. I'm gonna take, they'll give you 6.25% for one year. Check them out, investyrefi.com. That's the word invest, the letter Y, R-E-F-Y.com, or 888-Y-REFI-24. And just as a side note, this is my personal side note. Uh, I like these guys because these are... Uh, these people have filled the gap. When you when you hear them talk about, oh, we need student debt relief and we need to forgive this and forgive that, really what we need is a company like Y-Refi because these banks uh, have behaved horribly uh, in loaning all of this money out to these, these teenagers and then turning their backs on them. Uh, this is where Y-Refi has come in. And, and uh, not everybody, hey, listen, let's face it. A lot of people that have defaulted on their student loans probably don't need an, or don't deserve an opportunity, but a lot of them do, and that's where the ones that do, that's who Why Refi takes on. Uh, so you got a little bit of the the greater good uh, going on here as well. We don't need government. What we need is entrepreneurship. We need business. We need government to get the heck out of the way. Uh, and Why Refi does a great job in the distressed student loan market and that's why they're able to offer uh these great rates of return and here's the the other cool part the average person that why refi takes on okay they defaulted they defaulted on their student loan chances are uh most of them the vast majority of them have a co-signer uh so the co-signer's credit's ruined their credit's ruined it never goes away the average person ends up paying off their student debt in a little over eight years. It's a, it's a crazy. Uh, I know so many people, they've been paying their student loans for like 30 years, and they're still paying them. Uh, but anyhow, check them out, 888-Y-REFI-24. And Jason, you know, we had new home sales out today, and, man, we got misled. Uh, the headline, new home sales up 4% in March, and I, and, and, and I was like, yeah, that, that probably uh, makes sense. Uh, but, boy, I just hit a button, and now I don't know how to get back. But that probably makes sense. But then I read the information. They actually took March's new home sales down from 9% to 4%, but the one segment of the housing market, that uh, continues to probably do better. Uh, as we know, existing home sales are way down. Uh, has to be the new home sales. Uh, that that seems to have been the best performing uh, section of the home sale market, Jason. Yeah, yeah, and we'll see how long it lasts because I, I, I would expect those numbers to slowly just keep on coming down because, 
Uh, I don't see a lot of people that are going to be able to afford with the high interest rates, just the payments for the homes. So I, uh, and new homes, I mean, uh, sometimes you can get newer homes for cheaper. It depends on where you're, where they're building and how you're getting them. But I mean, it's, uh, it's quite a tall order. How do you get 20% down or how do you get finance for that sort of thing with, with the prices uh, as high as they are and the payments being so high, Joe? So we'll, we'll see what kind of change happens, uh, as time goes on. But I, I would expect new home sales to not be a, a very, uh, happy number for the markets, let's say. Well, 700,000 homes was the number annual. That's annualized rate. Uh, and, again, uh, that's that's at least better, you know, ex- uh, existing home sales. They're down like 33%, right? They're a third less. Uh, at least new home sales hanging in there because uh, they can offer some incentives. You know, the, a lot of the things I saw, uh, they're like saying, hey, we'll give you a 5% mortgage if you use our lender and things of that nature. So there is uh, some appeal there. Uh, but, again, uh, interest rates uh, starting to rise again here. And and I, I get it, right? I mean, at the end of the day, how can you have a Fed's funds rate between five and five and a quarter? And then we're talking about a ten-year note rising, Jason. It's only at three seven five. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, what do you? Expect I mean, why refi will far, give you? Why refi will give you six and a quarter for one right, year? Just one. They'll just give you ten point two five for five years, and the government says, "Well, we'll give you three seven five for ten. I mean, come on. I mean, and I don't. Do you think that'll go much higher, Joe? I mean, it's it's been well, it's up at it, least. I mean, it's not what it used here, to be. Here's the problem. I'm, you 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 hit it on the head yesterday. As soon as the debt ceiling gets raised, just the Treasury Department. So you got to remember, the Treasury has the checkbook. Okay, the checkbook is supposed to have, you know, somewhere around six to seven hundred billion dollars in it. Right, that's and that doesn't, you know, when you think about it, six to seven hundred billion. That's about one month. That's one month of bills. You know, we've got an almost a, a eight trillion dollar, just under eight trillion dollar budget. So you need about six hundred and fifty billion dollars, give or take, in the checkbook, just to pay one month's worth of bills. Well, right now, uh, depending on where you look, we're somewhere around. $50 billion right now. And, of course, as we get closer, it's going to be zero, right near zero. The Treasury is going to immediately need to what? Well, we got to put the money back in the checkbook. Well, Jason, that's going to be $600-700 billion of Treasuries that they need to add to already the overwhelming amount of Treasuries. So it kind of does make sense. That the ten-year, the yield on the ten-year is creeping up because they know, uh-oh, hey, you know what? Somewhere in the next few weeks, uh, we got a lot more debt that we're gonna have to sell out there. Uh, this is another thing that's actually, believe it or not, this is not good for banks because a lot of these banks are gonna be forced to buy this stuff at a time when their deposits are already low, Jason. Uh, they're going to have to spend even more of those deposits buying uh, th- this overwhelming amount of treasuries. I was just looking around to see how many times the debt ceiling has been raised, Joe, and it's uh, I, I don't even have the number from 2011 to, to current, but from 62 
to 2011, it was raised 74 times. <laughs> so they, they don't really have a lot of respect for their budget, do they, Joe? They just, uh, it's, 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 it's like an alcoholic or a, or a gambling, a guy who can't stop gambling, right? It's just, it's just, give me more money so I can throw it away. Give me more money so I can throw it away. Cause I, I don't see where uh, all of this spending and this, this, uh, enlargement of the government has done anybody any good except for giving us the, uh, the insane style of living that America has today. Yeah, and, you know, when you think about it, at least early on, when they created the debt ceiling, this was just meant to be a timeout where our elected officials would get together and say, hey, let's, you know, maybe we should spend a little less. Let's at least talk about it. Uh, it's turned into uh, this this big game, and and really the problem is early on, if you raise the debt ceiling by five hundred billion dollars, as an example, well that could be six or seven years before they hit that number. Now, gosh, if you raise it three trillion dollars. You may not even get a whole year out of it. Maybe you get a year and a half out of it. Uh, when you think think about what I just said, hey, by the way, I already know the national debt's going to go up by about seven hundred billion dollars uh, when this is over, just so the treasury can reload its checkbook, right? Just that seven hundred billion dollars. Uh, so, so when you think about where where we're at today. There's no amount of spending, and again, when you think about the nonsense of it all, of how bad the deficits are when you're talking about, let's just say $7.8 trillion is the budget. And somehow the government's going to be roughly running a, a deficit of somewhere between 2.5 and $3 trillion. I mean, Jason, we're not even close. Right, I mean, it'd be one thing. Hey, hey, you know what? Uh, we, we, we're, we, we're running a, a, a five hundred billion dollar budget deficit on just under eight trillion. Okay, well, that sounds like maybe you could figure it out, right? Maybe, maybe you could come up with that. But when you're talking, I mean, think about. I mean, where are we going to be next year? Are we going to miss it by fifty percent? Right? Are we going to have? Uh, a federal uh, budget, I don't know, of, of uh, a few years from now of $9 trillion and a budget deficit of $4.5 trillion? Right? I mean, the, the, the amount of revenue needed to actually, uh, you know, forget about balancing the budget. Remember when I first started, they were still talking about balanced budgets. Remember that? I don't know that. That, that became popular in the 90s when we had the fake Bill Clinton surpluses. And why do I call them fake? Because Social Security was still running surpluses then. Matter of fact, pretty big ones. Because the baby boomers hadn't started retiring in earnest yet. So they, they were really getting a free, you know, trillion dollars, give or take, of money from Social Security. Well, today, right, Social Security doesn't run a surplus. It runs a deficit. And we just tack it onto the debt. There's no lockbox of funds. But it really is to the point now, Jason, there is no real plausible way 
to get anywhere close to a balanced budget. I mean, things have gotten so bad. I mean, it, it really is. It, it's it, We've turned this into a non-believable event now. It's so bad. It's so big that everybody actually willingly admit, yeah, we're never really going to pay it back. right? We're never, uh, let, let's give up that mirage. And once you give that up, this is why Jay Powell and the Fed has this huge credi- credibility problem, because we knew eventually all of that debt was going to cause inflation. We knew that was going to happen. And, Jason, now we're in this scenario where it's happened, and, and unfortunately the Fed has two options, and they're both bad, which is, well, stop fighting it, stop raising rates, and just we're going to live with new inflation of 5, 6, 7%, or keep fighting it and, and send the economy uh, into the next Great Depression. I mean, those are the two choices. Yeah, I prefer the choice of just eliminating the Fed, defaulting on the debt, cutting 90% of the federal government out, and uh, <laughs> living a, a common sense you know, a form of America. I mean, that's 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 what we need. You know, it's a it's a pipe dream. It ain't gonna happen. But that's that's what they need to do. Is so what the path that they're on, Joe? It's unsustainable. It's it's obvious. And what they'll do is they'll just keep on weaving all kinds of excuses and economic terms and 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 wave the magic wand and act like everything's fine. But it's just gonna be a lower standard of living for the average American day after day, week after week, month after month, and year after year, Joe. When we get back. Jamie Diamond talks about the health of the banking industry. I've got some good news on that. Yeah, wait, I'll tell you what that is when we get back. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason here on this Tuesday. Uh, Jamie Diamond, you know, he's on TV. They love him. They gotta, they gotta get him out there on CNBC and Fox and uh, he he's definitely the poster child. He is obviously a very smart man. Uh, I don't want to. I, I need to give him his due, right? He has positioned himself and his bank to be the big winner every time there's a problem. And you know, you think about Bear Stearns, right? Two dollars a share. Uh, First Republic, uh, J.P. Morgan, they had to restate. They let everyone know, hey, by the way, here's what a great deal we got. And this is this part almost makes me sick about it. They're going to net an extra $3 billion uh, from the purchasing of First Republic. Uh, again, that's $3 billion that could have been saved in the FDIC's bailout fund, but again, uh, they were the only bidder, right? That makes it easy, right? Hey, hey, you know, and I'm sure Jamie Dimon made a few phone calls and said, hey, yeah, we'll take this one, right? You guys, there'll be others, but he, he was out talking yesterday, and he said, yeah, there's a deposit problem, but he said there's another concern. That's building. And, of course, Jason, we've been telling you about this concern. Ever, hey, way before they started mentioning it on TV, we were telling you about this. Commercial real estate is an area that is most likely to cause problems for lenders, for banks, according to Jamie Dimon. There's always what he, he called it an offside. 
I thought that was an interesting word, offsides. You know, think about like football, the, the, the defense alignment jumps right before the, the, the quarterback hikes the ball. Well, the center hikes it, but before, before the ball gets hiked, they're, they're offsides. But he says offsides in this case will be real estate. It will, it will be certain locations. Certain office properties, certain construction loans. It could, and you know, you gotta remember guys that are smart, they choose their words very carefully. It could be very isolated, which also means what? It could not be isolated. But here's the good news, because I told you I was going to give you good news. It won't be every bank. There you have it, Jason. Here's the good news. Hey, listen, uh, we're going to have more banks go under. Uh, maybe if we're lucky, it won't be that money. But here's the good news. It's not going to be every bank. It's not going to be every bank. <laughs> well, I guess that's good news for his bank. <laughs> I mean, right. I'm sure. I'm pretty about. sure he's one of the banks that it, it won't be them. <laughs> I mean, if uh, I mean the, that's the same thing as the Nuggets say, well, you know, not all the teams have lost basketball games today, and they're sitting there in the championship now, right? <laughs> right, right. You <laughs> the know, same thing. You know, hey, all the teams are good, but some of them aren't going to make it to the playoffs. You know, well, it's good for you to say that, as long as you're one of the ones that made it, right? And so that's, you know, it's just. You know, well, how many banks is his bank going to be buying up here in the next couple of years? How about that? Maybe you should talk about that. Well, one. you know, the right. You remember what was it? A week ago or so? We're not. We're not going to buy anymore. We'll see. I, that that doesn't give me and the fact that he had to say that actually makes me less confident, right? Uh, why would you say that at all? But he goes on. There will be a credit cycle. There's always a credit cycle, but I guess he meant a bad credit cycle. My view is that it will be very normal. Okay. Uh, okay. With the exception of real estate. Well, let's see. Hmm. Now, no offense to Jamie Dimon, but there's only so much credit, right? The You have credit cards, right? That's a credit cycle. That's like a trillion dollars. Uh, you have auto loans. That's a credit cycle, I guess, right? That's what, $1.4, $1.5 trillion dollars? We have student loans. God, what a what a joke! That guy's just saying it makes me upset. Think about this. That's the third biggest credit cycle. This is how they duped all of us, right? What, what, that's about one point eight, maybe one point nine trillion dollars. You know what? The only other credit cycle left: real estate. Do you know what the real estate? Credit cycle is how big it is. Yeah, it, it's over eleven trillion dollars, and I could be old. It could be thirteen trillion by now. But essentially, hey, it's going to be real normal, guys. Don't worry. Well, with the exception of this one thing, you can add up the other three, multiply it by two, and still not equal the real estate side. So, Jason, uh, I don't, I don't know exactly. Uh, again, 
I know that marijuana is legal in a lot of places, but it sure seems like Jamie Dimon was hitting the peace pipe, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't trust Jamie Dimon. He's another one of those elitists. He's, uh, you know, he's. Uh, I got reminded of uh, looking at some some stuff the other day. He's he's connected to Jeffrey Epstein. It's like how many come every one of these guys are are connected to Jeffrey Epstein. So I, hey, he's getting sued. That's uh, on CNBC. There's a news news story that just broke that you know talking a few weeks ago about Jeffrey Epstein and Jamie Dimon. He's being you know Jamie Dimon's being sued for benefiting from stuff that guy was doing. So, I mean, uh, he may be smart, Joe, but I, I get a feeling he was well-placed. I think he's just like a lot yeah. of our politicians. He was well-placed. He's he's benefiting from something. I've got to say this. I think it, we'll see how that plays out. Why do I get the feeling there's going to be enough degrees of separation uh, that Jamie Dimon will be okay? Well, I never talked to him. Okay, but, yeah, but you're right here, man. Well, his, well his, but his, that his, wasn't Jamie me. Dimon will always say this. Is I, I am in charge of a large bank, and I can't be in control of the millions of depositors at my bank. That, that'll be plain and simple. But, I mean, come on. Like, you know, those are some big players rubbing shoulders, I'm sure. So, so listen to what he has to say. This is great stuff. This is J.B. Diamond on TV yesterday. For example, he says, if the unemployment rate rises sharply, now he doesn't say, if he thinks that's going to be the case or not. Like I said, the only way inflation comes down is for this to happen, right? Period. I don't know if it is or isn't, but that's the only way. Credit card losses might surge to 6 or 7%, but that would still be lower than the 10% during the financial crisis. See? See? See how much better that now? How does he get that map? I don't know. Right? Uh, you sure it's only going to be 6 or 7%? Uh, maybe. Then again, maybe not. But hey, it'll be less than the, the last time around. Hmm. I don't know if that dog hunts or not. Hey, someone pass me the peace pipe. We'll be back with more. 800-951-0592. Patriot News Hour. Joe and Jason. Jimmy Diamond also had one other thing to say. We'll get to that in just a minute, but I want to get to the specials today. We've got two of them. Uh, the one-tenth ounce American Gold Eagle. Man, premiums lost their minds on tenth ounce gold eagles. Like six weeks ago, they were $325. Uh, they're, they're, they're much closer to reality today. Uh, they were 290, but today I've got 200. I got about four rolls of 10th ounce American gold. I know that's not a lot, but still. $275. So, uh, that is a, I mean, that's $50 a coin less. That would be like gold falling 500 bucks. I mean, that, that would be the equivalent here. It's not even down a hundred. I'm down like 50. Uh, so, $275 on the one-tenth ounce American Gold Eagles. Part of the popularity of this coin, especially over the last uh, year or so, is everybody's getting ready for the digital money. That's, what, that, that's why it's so popular, because they think they're going to need to barter to buy stuff. Right? I'm going to need to, I want to buy more ammo 
than the government allows. I want to buy uh, more ground beef than the government allows, or whatever it may be, whatever uh, they do with this digital currency, barterable material. Uh, that's why the 10th ounce American Gold Eagle has been so popular. Uh, and then on the old pre-1933 gold, $10 liberties, got about a 100 of these. And again, the price is just with so fantastic. One through 19, $1,130. If you buy 20 or more, $1,125. That's like 2250 bucks, uh, for, for, if you bought two of them. I mean, that's, that's so far below what we have seen prices be this year. Uh, just a super great opportunity. Like I said, I'm telling everybody right now, Buy something during this debt ceiling talk because once it gets passed, everything's going to go right back uh, to where they were. So 800-951-0592. Now, what else did he say? Because I'm telling you right now, he thinks he can tell us what credit card losses are going to be with high unemployment. He's out of his mind. But okay. He gets to lie on TV. That's what he gets to do. But we've had this debate, and Jason and I have debated this. How high are interest rates going? Right? You have the, I'll call it Camp A. The Fed is done here. Right? There's, I've got my hand up. Right? Yeah, the Fed's done here. Then you have Camp B. The Fed's not done here. Now remember last week, well I think it was last week, maybe it was a week and a half ago, we played Bubba Horowitz. Right? Bubba Horowitz is absolutely the Fed is not done. Of course, and he's telling you S&P below 2,000. He's telling you the Dow below 20,000. What does Jamie Dimon say? <laughs> he said that banks, especially the smaller ones, most affected by the recent turmoil need to plan for interest rates to rise far higher than most expect. Excuse me? This is going to be huge. There are going to be hundreds of banks that go. Uh, I'm just and again, I just told you he's hitting the peace pipe here. But listen to what he says. I think everyone should prepare for rates to go higher from here. How high? I mean, we're at five, six, or seven percent, according to Jamie Diamond. You are already seeing credit tightening because of the easiest way for a bank to retain capital is not to make the next loan. And Jamie Dimon saying rates could be as high as 7%. Jason, that would be the day the Fed's going to raise all year long and maybe into next year. Well, there is some sense to that. I mean, in the years that the Fed has had their target rate of inflation of 2%, this was after they had changed how they calculated inflation, which essentially inflation is about double what it actually the CPI number comes in at. So if CPI is saying 5, it really is around 10. So if their Fed funds rate is 5%, if, if, if it was 2% was 
the the Fed, you know, that was the inflation they wanted, and it was actually uh, the money creation over that time period is about five percent. So that's your real inflation. Your real inflation over that period of time is about five percent, and you had your Fed funds rate of uh, of average of two percent. Obviously, it's been down below that a lot, but. So if it's actually 10% inflation, or let's just say 9, let's say it goes down a little bit this next month, then really they need, if they want to keep that 2%, 3% inflation, they need to have the Fed funds rate around 6, right? Maybe 7. So a lot of what he's saying actually kind of makes sense. If you, you know, if you actually calculate inflation right, or if you look at the money creation. So if the, if the, the CPI comes down, let's say to 3%, which means more like 6% inflation, I, they, they're just going to pause. They're just going to stop. So, so we'll just see. We'll see how the inflation looks the next few months. But once again, you just said the debt ceiling. They solved the debt ceiling and pumping uh, another trillion dollars in, into the markets and into, into all the uh, government pet projects. Well, then the inflation is going to go higher. And Jamie Dimon is right. They're going to have to increase the rates. I'm going to tell you right now. That just, I've heard a lot of things from a lot of people. That probably just scared the you-know-what out of me because I know what that means. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of banks are going to go under. Credit card defaults aren't going to be 6 or 7%. Unemployment rate's going to skyrocket. This is... He's telling you to prepare for that. 800-951-0592. I don't know what to say. If Jamie Dimon... I mean... If he's right, just just that alone, okay. Let's add another five hundred billion to the deficit. I mean, just that fast. I mean, already the the interest on the debt has already passed defense. Sometime this year, well, I guess officially next year's budget, it'll it'll pass Medicare and Medicaid. And 2025, it'll probably pass Social Security. It's the largest single expense. But it, that's at 5%, 7%. I mean, it'll be the, the, it'll take up more of the budget than any other thing that we have. This is, this is crazy. And I want to give you an update on this debt ceiling. Ready how far apart they are? This is, it's so laughable. The Biden administration is offering a freeze on on federal spending at the current level. Hey, we'll just spend what we spent in 2022 and 2023. Now, here's the problem: 2023 is almost over. Federal the federal budget uh, goes from October of of 2022 to September of 2023. We're in May. The Republicans, right? The the big bad Republicans. You know how much money they want less they want to spend. $130 billion. That'll fix it. There you go. Yes, if we just spend $130 billion less. Of course, the problem is just raising interest rates another quarter of a point, uh, that just took care of that $130 billion, right? I mean, Jamie Dimon said, hey, we, listen, we, we got to raise it, you know, eight more times at a quarter point of time. Uh, yeah, Jason, this is idiocracy. And this is why I keep telling everyone, Buy now, because this whole little Wall Street, you know, dollar rally, it's all nonsense, 130. Can we spend 100? They're ready to shut the government down, because they don't know if they can pull off that trick. I don't know, man, that's just a lot. I mean, 
We're $7.8 trillion. We can't spend $130 billion less. And again, you know what the sad part is, Jason? They may be right. That could end up, you know what, just blowing up the whole economy, I guess. The funny thing is, is, uh, you know, the debt ceiling, how many times it's been raised in history. You know, I think the conservative Republicans would be the ones that have tried to stop it the most. It's been raised under a Republican president 49 times and only right. 29 times under a Democrat. So it doesn't right. really matter who's there. They're going to raise, they're going to spend more, Joe. Don't, don't think that the Republicans it. really don't want to spend money. They want to uh, spend, listen. spend, man. Yeah, we're going to spend $130 billion less, but then we're going to do a bunch of other stuff, emergency spending on this and that. Yeah, don't worry, they'll get it. Yep. One-tenth ounce American gold eagles, $50 lower than, what, six to eight weeks ago, $50 lower, uh, $275 a coin, and then the $10 liberties. Uh, and, and, no, $20 gold has been falling and falling, but the $10, they're, just still, they're still just cheaper one through nineteen, eleven hundred and thirty, twenty or more, eleven hundred and twenty-five dollars. Uh, just huge value right there at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Uh, not very encouraging words out of Jimmy Diamond, but here's the good thing. Let's. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be positive. Don't worry. It won't be all the banks that go under. There you go. Oh boy! There's gonna be a lot of them, but not you know. Exactly. Hey, well, we'll be back tomorrow, right, Joe? Uh, Nine o'clock, right? Nine o'clock tomorrow. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.